Blog Talk Radio. Rolling. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the broadcast. We are your host, Joe Musidla and Matthew Miller. Tonight we have a very special guest that is going to be starting his own broadcast. Um, that should be pretty enlightening, I would think. Uh, his name is uh, Bryant McCullough, and we are going to uh, discuss his new broadcast, which is going to be Battle Study. So, Bryant, why don't you uh, come on and uh, give a brief overview of who you are, and uh, then we'll get uh, Joe's intro, and, well, we'll get into it, shall we? All right. Well, Bryant McCullough here. Um yeah, just uh, answering a calling. Uh, thought that uh, that battle study was a pretty good, pretty good indication of what it's uh, going to be about. You know, because we are at a battle, um, and the times are getting closer and closer to where we definitely need to be prepared for battle. So, uh, yeah, I'm just glad to be here. I thank you guys for having me. You are most welcome. You know, Joe, it's it's kind of apropos that well, you were in the same position about a year ago, right? When did you start a cup with Joe? Wasn't it just about a year ago? About this right. time? Yeah, it's about this time. Yep. And then you uh well you decided to uh you actually have two shows you're doing, that and Arc Building, correct? Correct. So uh this is pretty exciting, Joe, that uh exactly a year later we've got somebody else that has well decided to step into the batter's box and swing away. Um, I think that's pretty exciting myself. What's what's your thoughts, Joe? Uh, you know, this being so close to uh well, the biblical new year. What's your what's your thoughts? I think it's actually the name, the title, what he's going after, I think it's uh perfect timing for, for a show uh that uh, of this nature. I think it's perfect. I'm really excited. Uh, really looking forward to hearing what he's going to be talking about, and, and I'm looking forward to to learning uh, from from uh, this gentleman, so from this brother. So I'm I'm really excited. I'm glad you said that from this brother. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing how people fail to realize that you know the elbow probably really don't get too much contact with the knee or the sole of the foot, or the Achilles tendon. And uh, we all forget that, that uh, even though we're all states away, no doubt about it, uh, many hours away from each other, as a matter of fact, irregardless of that, we are members, functioning members of the body vast. Uh, This body spans this entire globe, and Christ himself has saw to that. So that's that's pretty exciting that you know there's there's times when you know you have the different systems of the body ladies and gentlemen you have the well the nervous system it has absolutely nothing to do with the with the digestive system there's nothing in common there they have completely different jobs yet they completely depend one upon the other just as in this situation right now if we go to the other side of the planet we have no idea what those Christians are saying. I mean, they might be speaking in uh, uh, Farsi. Who knows? 
but yet that is a member of this body. And so many people fail to realize that. So, Bryant, why don't you uh, jump on here and, uh, you know, spiritual warfare, historically, you have two types of that. You have the conservative view of that, which uh, facing uh, temptations and things like that. Then you have the charismatic side of things that, uh, well, they uh, uh, these this enemy and uh, these demons take on a more uh, physical form. Now, there is no debate. Both things are clearly definable, and both things are true. No doubt about that. And shit, the the the, the evangelical side of things. Uh, shall we say, the conservative side, and I don't mean conservative by way of Republican, that's not what I'm saying, conservative Christians, um, both of these being evangelical. One of them uh, takes a less personified approach to spiritual warfare, and that is definitively true. You can see that in the mass degradation into just pornography, to prove that point. And the other side, the charismatics, they take on a more uh, uh, personified view of their enemy and uh, recognize that uh, certain demons may perhaps serve and facilitate uh, specific functions, as in, um, um, well, demonic possession and things along that nature. So let's get Brian to, Brian to clarify which side of this battle he is going to be uh, engaging in? Is it the conservative side or the charismatic side? So um, I want to say probably both sides of that because uh, we do just see every day these battles taking place uh, probably in our own lives. I know for myself, I uh, definitely see these things taking place. Um, so the spiritual warfare, um, what just comes to mind when when I'm talking about spiritual warfare is not just the emotional, you know, not just the depression, um, anxiety and the things that, uh, that people are dealing with every day, but even the, uh, spirit behind those things, you know, there's a real manifestation, um, in our everyday lives, you know, and, and as you had mentioned through pornography, through drugs, through alcohol, um, we open these doorways, you know, portals, you may say, uh, to be on the fringier side of things, um, you know, and we all <clears throat> talk about it. We we hear other people reference it, and uh, there's probably a time in my life when it was just all sci-fi, you know, it was just all stuff for the movies. But uh, as you start to interact with people and you start to see these these things take place in everyday life, uh, you become more aware of the things that are taking place behind the scenes, the things that uh, are there, you know, and they are just grabbing our brothers and sisters and holding them hostage, you know, and paralysis, um, you know, and there's scientific uh, reasoning that uh, everybody puts to these things. You'll always hear someone say, oh, that's not uh, that's not demonic. You know, that's just uh, that's something that takes place, you know, and there's always a scientific explanation uh, that people want to give you. And uh, really, it's a it's a spiritual war. You know, and 
I just know that I've had many a times in my life when I had no idea how to deal with some of the things that I and uh, I just want to to help my brothers and sisters prepare. And, uh, you know, I've said it before, know what weapons that they have available, you know. Um, first and foremost, the word of the Lord. You know, we can go to just any part uh, and find an answer for what we're dealing with. We can find a way to overcome. You know, when you were talking earlier, it just kind of reminded me of, um, Matthew 24, 6, you will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened, for those things must take place. And for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. But all these things are merely the beginning of the birth pangs. You know, so when we read that, and of course if you read on, um, they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you, and you will be hated by all the nations because of my name. Um, so that that gives us a pretty good indication, you know, just uh, kind of where we're at. You know, if you if you watch the news, if you read uh, some of the articles, you know, y'all have uh, quite a few shows just discussing. Uh, think back to like your rapture ruckus shows, you know, just some of the crazy things that are going on, and. Uh, to think that these are merely the beginning, you know, we need to be ready. We need to be uh, not worrying about only our own household. We do want to prepare our household first, but we need to be training up our children to be warriors, you know, so they can go out. Uh, I'm just afraid of this generation meeting some of my children's friends, uh, meeting their friends as parents, you know, nobody is training up the children the way they should go. They're leaving it simply to the entertainment industry. They're leaving it to the peers, you know, and that is going to lead to the demise and the destruction of the generation. I absolutely uh, agree with your appraisal of the situation. It, it can go no place good, and it can only uh, go downhill uh, if we follow that criteria um, that just cannot end well. Joe, your thoughts. Uh, do you think this is a good time um, for a show like this? Uh, with all the things that we have covered, uh, Brian's quite true. We, we, we have covered quite a lot of this. Yet, you don't find a whole lot of uh, broadcasts like that that just deal with this issue uh, not just on the, um, you know, the more uh, exciting parts of this, um, you know, the the full-blown demonic possession side, but the other side of this, the quite simple uh, task of raising up our children in the way they should go, because we're not doing that. We're absolutely not doing that, and that is preparing them for battle. I mean, that that is what we're supposed to be. Not just our children, all the children that go to our particular church or that are in our particular sphere of influence. So, Joe, your thoughts as to the timing of this and the impact that it may or may not have. Uh, because you may be of the ilk that uh, this is a waste of time, uh, but you have a background, uh, well, in the New Age. So why don't you give us uh, your thoughts as to whether uh, this is needed and whether it will be successful or not. 
Well, absolutely needed. Um, absolutely. Uh, this is to me, to me, I'm so glad that I, you, you know, Brian and I had spoke in private and it was more on the technical aspect of, of doing a podcast, but not, uh, not exactly what he was, uh, and, uh, going to be covering. So this was, uh, this was actually a really good surprise. Um, I, I, you know, the conversation that we had was just that he had a lot of things that he wanted to say, you know, uh, if I remember the statement correctly. And uh, I appreciated that because I, I remember having the, the same feelings and the same thoughts uh, when I was thinking about uh, starting this, uh, starting a podcast. And, and so I, I can, I can definitely relate, but uh, as far as the subject matter that he's covering, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, you know, you said, you know, uh, this used to be, well, this used to be at the forefront. This used to be preparing our children for battle. Uh, this used to be preparing ourselves for this fight. And it is a, 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 an essential ingredient that has been basically erased from that, uh, well, from that recipe. And I'm so grateful. I'm, I am well, it's, to me, it's an answer to prayer. It really is. It's an answer. His show, uh, I pray it be successful. And I, 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 I'm just, I'm really excited for it. I really am. I am really excited, especially coming from the background that I did come from. Had I known what I know now, uh, I, I, well, I probably wouldn't have been in a lot of positions I was in. But, yeah. There, there's, there's no end to what people are messing with, and, and it's, and it's become, you know, like you said, the media has just uh, really pushed these things to the forefront as, as being normal and natural, and, and you know, you can play with these things, and no harm will come to you, and, and kind of almost get away with it, and uh, it's, it's, it's terrifying, really, what, uh, what's now accepted as good or normal. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for the show, and I, I think it's 100% needed. I absolutely agree. And to that end, we're going to uh, cover tonight what is exactly the theater of this war. Let me make myself perfectly clear. I already stated that there is the conservative view of the spiritual battle. That is true. And the charismatic side of this battle. That's true too. But it would be, behoove both parties, both sides of this coin, to realize that you better be able to determine what the theater of this war is. Because the Bible is very clear and comes out and tells you exactly what you're looking at here. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23, the New American Standard Bible. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. The Greek is very clear on this point. When he gives this entirely in the Greek, he's letting you know that I'm getting ready to describe 
all the components of this thing. And may your spirit, soul, and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, right here is one of my favorite words in the Bible, uh, what you see here for coming. But ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand that this is very hard to translate because here uh, it says spirit and soul. Most of us look at that to be the same thing because one of these words is, of course, psyche. We call that body, mind, and spirit is, is how Americans normally translate that. So this word here for psyche, it means your brain, your thought, the thought pattern. Now, not the physical brain as an organ, but your thoughts, the, that which is controlled consciously, that, that mechanation. And here the soul is, of course, wind. That's, that's the root of that word. That is what you and I refer to as our spirit or our soul. So he came right out and told you that it, the Lord Jesus Christ is, is going to uh, receive us complete, having all three of these things preserved. This sets up the theater of this war. It's either going to be fought in the body, in the mind, or in the soul, and normally, at the end, all three. And unfortunately, I have witnessed more than once the end of the matter. When I was presented with pictures of individuals, I could not even recognize them. What was in front of me looked, I mean, absolutely nothing like the pictures I was being showed. And these pictures, in one instance, was only three weeks old. And I could not understand how, if this individual had lost that much weight in three weeks, well, they, they should have been in their death throes, but they were not. And it didn't make any sense to me. That being said, at the end of the matter, your enemy will assault you in all three theaters of combat. So, with that being said, um, I could add a whole lot to this, but I think I'm going to save what I have to say about these things. Well, just set them on the back burner. We need to hear what Brian's thoughts about them are. What does Bryant believe? How is he going to uh, draw up? Well, this battle plan. Bryant, the mic is yours. Well, I'm going to take us real quick over to Romans 7:14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of flesh, sold into bondage to sin. For what am I doing? I do not understand. For I am not practicing what I would like to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate. But if I do the very thing that I do not want to do, I agree with the law confessing that the law is good. So now, no longer am I the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. For the good that I want, I do not do. But I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing that I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. I find the principle that is evil present in me, 
the one who wants to do good. For I joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man. But I see a different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, on the one hand, I myself, with my mind, am serving the law of God, but on the other, with my flesh, the law of sin. Now, if that is not a perfect description of the battle that every man faces with his inner man, fighting that battle of the good versus the evil, the flesh versus the spirit, it could be overwhelming. It could literally suck the life out of you mentally, physically, spiritually. And so that's what I feel that I myself need to prepare for. That's the battle that I'm facing. And it extends out into everything that we do in life. It goes out in our interactions with others. And if we are the only Bible that those around us read, what are they seeing? You know, it's easy to have a show and to jump on here, you know, when you set aside an hour and say, this is what I'm going to bring to the world. This is what I'm going to let them see. But I may only reach 10, 20, 30 people with that. What I'm really doing every day in my everyday life that's where I'm reaching people. That's where people get to see Christ through me, people that may not know him or know of him otherwise. So we have to fight this battle every waking moment of our lives, and we have to be prepared for that battle. And to do that, I feel like we can lean on each other. We can lean on our brothers in Christ, you know, and we can find a way to, to build a literal army in the physical to fight this battle in the physical which is also the spiritual. Very well uh, thought out. But that's the first thing about a battle, isn't it? You have to come to that dead reckoning that this encroachment is an act of war. So how it always starts. It always starts this way. Now, usually it is the, well encroachment toward a water source. Of course, you can prove this emphatically with history itself. And it gets to be a little more, a few more feet, another acre, until somebody comes to the realization uh, we need to defend our territory, that this is about a promised land, and that it is. And, you know, I find it amazing that, very well put, because here the Bible clearly defined that, well, yes, the law is good. And that was coming from where? His mind, his psyche. And that was going against that which was his body, or his spirit. That this was warring in the, well, the body. And it's very interesting to me that, well, this rings true with, well, uh, historically. Of course, um, the New Agers love to bring this up and many other people as well. The simple fact that it really is like this. The body is like the earth. The mind is like the water. And the soul is like the air. It does kind of work that way, actually. That's what he's kind of describing here. 
And it's the perfect description of, well, other things that the Bible says. Case in point, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 makes it quite plain that right now we have a body for our psyche. What is coming is God is going to make a body for our soul. It's exactly what verse 44 of that chapter says. So with this in mind, um, you know, we – well, let's just look at uh, the temptation of Christ even. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the f very first thing that happened in that discourse was Satan waited around until he was hungry. He waited till the body was weak, then engaged the mind. So – here in Romans chapter 7, uh, describes it perfectly, even though in the Greek, oh my goodness, this is very, very, very complicated, but very clear and to the point. And uh, what a good, <laughs> what a good uh, series of verses there uh, to bring this, this battle into stark, stark clarity. This is what's going on. I mean, when you go to church and... Uh, talking about uh, about sports, or they're uh, talking about the stock market, or they're talking about whatever is going on at their job. If the two individuals have similar uh, places of employment, you realize we're in serious trouble because that's exactly what is being described in Revelation in Romans chapter seven. Make no mistakes about it. So this begins right where Bryant pointed out that it would. Joe, your comments, please. Your your thoughts on on his diatribe there about uh, Romans chapter seven. No, very well done. Very well done. Uh, yeah, very uh, well. What a great place to go to to. Well, he gives us God gives us that uh that perfect image of that battle and uh yeah, what a great place to go. I I rather enjoyed what he had to say. Joe, what are your thoughts about um this battle in our mind? Uh what is your thoughts? I know that you and I have talked before that it's very hard to get people at church to actually talk about the Bible. Is that due to poor leadership, or is this like a a virus that has infected the body vast and and this is just happening on multiple fronts, so I mean there has to be a way to clearly define how this is happening. Is it poor leadership or is it just everybody? Your thoughts, Joe well. Gosh, it, this breaks down into different categories, uh, realistically. Uh, I, I think you could sum it up with that that term, poor leadership. Um, you have various different well, – how do I say that? Maybe anomalies or um, purposes for it. Uh, you know, what I mean by that is – there are those that 
become pastors or preachers because it is a it's a job, it's a career. Um, it, it's not it's not a calling. It's not a labor of love. It's 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 a job. Uh, then there are those that, well, maybe it's ego that is needs to be fed. They they want the attention. As far as the leadership, I I don't know. You know, I, it it like I said, there there could be a, a vast amount of reasons, but I think you could just sum it up in, in totality of it being poor leadership uh, within the, the the body right now, or within these uh, four wall churches, and that's not all of them. I I don't want to say it's all of them, but there has definitely been a very serious decline in good solid leadership well the first thing i would say to that is quite actually um in today's society uh the seat of power belongs with the elders um of course most churches nowadays just call that the church board and uh those those board members are kind of like uh well they are elected officials um, and this is shown uh, in the breakdown of the system itself. So, you know, the the pastors as the head of the church cannot be solely to blame because the elders of the church would quickly be able to point those people out that was had just used this to gain a very lucrative uh, career in a tax-free environment. They would be able to quickly determine such individuals and eradicate them. So this is all about the elders as well. Bryant, your thoughts. Um, is it church leaders uh, or do you put this in the lap of the congregations? Your thoughts. Well, I would say that it definitely uh, has the potential to start at the top and then roll down into the congregation. So um, if we have a spiritual leader that's not leading or that's leading in the wrong direction, you know, that just makes you think of uh, the leader of an army leading the entire army in the wrong direction. You know, we're going to march. We're going to follow where the leader has us go. And uh, we could be as prepared for battle as, as, as possible. But if we're being led in the wrong direction over time, um, we may find out that we're not as prepared as we once thought. So uh, in the same sense, I think that the congregation could each begin in their own household and start to prepare their children, and uh, that can work its way right back up. And, uh, you know, a child today could be a spiritual leader of a church uh, 15 years down the road, right? I mean, if, uh, if so led that way, um so, yeah, I think it could go either way. You know, if the spiritual leaders are not leading uh, properly, then that will affect the congregation. But I do like to believe that the each individual member of the congregation could uh, affect the leadership. Well, you know, you, you talking about the uh, generals there, it makes me uh, think of the Swamp Fox. Um, Francis Marion was something else indeed. 
And his generals had suffered grievously because, well, they just kept making poor decisions. And I don't know what it is that made me think about the Swamp Fox when you said that, but uh, Francis Marion was something else. Uh, he's one of my favorite uh, historical soldiers. Um, well, he is guerrilla warfare. And uh, it just reminds me of a report that I once had to write about any historical military figure. I picked him. Uh, <laughs> he just tore the British to pieces. Uh, just ingenious what he was doing. But uh, maybe that's what it's going to come down to. That it, it, if we step back and realize that um, – the generals in this situation would, of course, be at the district level of these churches. They're out of sight and out of mind. They're out of sight and out of mind, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for example, the soldiers in any given unit won't see past the captain. So look at it this way. Uh, the lieutenant colonel are these people that's at the district headquarters. And if they are making terrible mistakes or misleading the body vast in the wrong direction, there's nothing the local pastors can do about it. And this is grossly outside of the hands of even the uh, church board or elders. So with that in, in mind, perhaps what Bryant is proposing is quite cunning because you're really talking about, well, what made Francis Marion – 100% successful. I, I mean, you're talking about a gentleman who, who set up dinner in the swamp and and uh, and uh, literally invite the enemy to his uh, uh, well, his dinner. Um, the audacity of him. He realized that he had to save these families and the British had turned into animals and they needed to be cold like an animal and Marion knew the best way to do that was to hunt them and that's exactly what he did to mass effect and he saved a lot of families that way they couldn't understand him and Maybe that's the situation. Maybe that's the very situation we're looking at here, and what Bryant is actually doing is setting up a well, a swamp fox plan. Now, I strongly urge everyone to research uh, Francis Marion. Uh, you'll get a kick out of him. You will get a kick out of him because say his name, and the British shuttered. Because they realized he had turned them into animals. He was hunting them. And he was good at it. And there was no one that was his equal. And with that in mind, realizing that these soldiers had turned into animals and were going up and down. Uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm sorry to inform you of this, but the British soldiers were murdering entire families. And... Francis Marion put a stop to it, and well, I, I think that's kind of what Bryant has been hitting at is the simple fact that it's the children that are in crisis. 
Joe, your thoughts. Uh, what What do you think? No, I, I think uh, I think I think you and 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 uh, Ryan are absolutely correct. And yeah, the the children are uh, in crisis. And uh, yeah, I I totally agree with that. Uh, I I do like that you I I almost uh, forgot about that particular in, individual, uh, Francis Marion. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, what a yeah, what a brilliant thing! What a brilliant thing! Well, I'm, I mean. For all intents and purposes, this is exactly what Bryant is is talking about here. He he is talking about starting something that nobody else is doing, and he needs to somehow put the pieces together. This battle study uh, uh, well needs to start in basic training. And okay, let's go back to our favorite verse, everybody. Don't don't lie to me. Don't tell me you don't know this. Train up a child in the way it should go, and when it's older, will not depart from it. We all know that. Why is nobody doing it? You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, getting a Bible app on your kid's phone, don't cut it. Oh, did I shock you? Well, I hope I shocked you if you'd actually done that because you're going to answer for it. See, because you're underneath the completely ignorant assumption that the little people that runs around your house are yours. You're daft, and you're a fool if you believe that. You did not knit them together in their mama's womb. The Lord God of hosts, they're his children. And you better wake up. You are going to answer for them. And if you don't make sure that they have taken part in studying this battle, their children are doomed as well. Bryant, uh, have have you made up um, any bullet points uh, for your upcoming shows? And what is the frequency going to be? Is it going to be a weekly show? Is it going to be bi-weekly or uh, bi-monthly? What are you looking at here? What's What's the Spirit giving you direction at? Or has the Holy Spirit given you direction with... Uh, with the bullet points for the time frame? So definitely, I definitely have uh, somewhat of a game plan. I'm a firm believer that this spiritual battle uh, is a game of chess and not checkers. Not that it's a game at all, but just uh, metaphorically, you know, we have to stay two or three steps ahead. You know, we can't just wing it. So uh, what started as some bullet points, you know, we're turning into more like spreadsheets. Um, as for the repetition of the show, I do plan at least weekly, uh, at least in the beginning, um, you know, and just to see what kind of feedback I get from there, um, you know, and just try to figure out what uh, <clears throat> what is everybody hungry for out there. You know, I... I kind of plan to do some basic salvation uh, doctrine shows, just kind of an introduction to the faith, 
um, some really key scriptures, you know, that were influential to me and, uh, and my faith, um, kind of, you know, start with the milk, as you may say, um, but definitely work our way up to the meat. Um, at the same time, I do want to try to get some involvement from the congregation. You know, I've attended churches where uh, you sit down, you shut up, and you listen to the preacher, and whatever he's talking about uh, hopefully helps you in your battle. And if not, you know, just come back next week and don't forget to tithe. So I would more, um, I would rather involve the congregation. I would rather us work together to make sure that we are fulfilling the needs of the body and feeding them spiritually and find out what they're dealing with. I want to get some accounts of actual battles that people are going through and try to help with that. I want to get some testimony of some people that have overcome, you know, and how they were able to do that and a view from the other side of that. You know, I definitely want I definitely want some involvement, but of course, in the early stages right now, and I don't have anything solid, um, then that involvement is going to be minimal. So I do want to do some stuff that reach out and grab someone, you know, I want it to be relatable, but, uh, overall, um, yeah, I think we're just going to see where it goes. I mean, it could go so many different directions. I do have a bit of a formula that I do want to stick to. And I don't want to get too far out into the um, into the fringe in the beginning, although there are some uh, some topics there, too, that I do feel like need to be covered because people are dealing with demonic battles uh, in real life. You know, it's not sci-fi. And so I would be okay with uh, interviews and testimonies and prayer requests and topic requests. You know, I think the key is to just... Um, to be here for people and to offer real solid advice that is biblical. Well, you know, I strongly agree with that because, well, getting back to what made the Swamp Fox such a genius was the simple fact that uh, intelligence gathering, ladies and gentlemen, nobody was better than Francis Marion at gathering intelligence. They couldn't catch him. Uh, he made them look like fools, and he literally tore them to pieces because all of these women uh, – well, you have to understand that these uh, families were locked arm in arms. They depended on each other, and of course, the, the, like I said, the, the British troops had turned into animals. So Francis always knew where they were at before they got there. And he literally, they would literally walk from trap to trap to trap to trap to trap. He just tore them to pieces. Um, so I think that's a very good idea to set up interviews, uh, get eyewitness accounts as to what is going on. What are the different types of battles that people are entering? I mean, I'll, I'll give you one right now uh, that is not in theory. Uh, this is not erythreal. Um, I had uh, my daughter uh, do a search on her phone. Lo and behold, it came up with all manner of abominations concerning uh, transgenderism. Then I said, okay, watch this.
pulled out my phone, did the exact same search, guess what? I didn't receive not a single hit about anything about transgenderism. Now, what I'm telling you is not a retrieval. Oh, it's real. It really happened. They knew there was an algorithm that realized her age, she was in school, yada, 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 yada. And they immediately showed her results that were completely antichrist. They obviously knew better than to do that with the likes of me. My daughter was literally speechless. Because, I mean, letter for letter, same exact Google search returned completely different results. Now, a hundred years ago, ladies and gentlemen, that would have been called a spiritual attack. And you and I both know it is not. It was not a spiritual attack. As I aforementioned, that was an algorithm. And it was targeted at the innocent. So that's just one such example. But a hundred years ago, we would have put that into the charismatic side of this battle. But it plainly is not. This is plainly in the conservative side of the battle. And you better wake up. That's where we're at right now. Joe, your thoughts? No, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, I've seen very similar instances of the same thing. Um, I like the fact, you know, uh, that he does have a well a battle plan going into this show. Um, I think it's I think it's uh, well imperative, in, in my opinion, that that he definitely. Uh, have some interviews on there, uh, get some r- real life perspective on, on, uh, there's nothing like a testimony to, to drive these things home. Just to, uh, just as the one that you gave, you know, I, 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 so many things sprung to my mind in that same category of things that I've seen of other parents that I've talked to that have experienced, uh, similar things, um, with these these uh, algorithms that uh, will target our children, um, so yeah, I I really uh, you know I guess I'll say it again. I am very I'm really the more the more he gives, the more excited I get for his podcast. So um, I'm just uh, I'm just kind of I guess I'm itching for some more for me, Brian. <laughs> itching for some more. One thing's for sure. We know two of the major engagements that we're encountering right now. Suicide for one and abortion for two. Bryant? Yes, sir. I would agree with you. Um, you know, aside from those two, we uh, have alcoholism and addiction. <clears throat> you know, that's becoming... Um, it's just gaining speed, you know. Uh, we're seeing, we've always seen it in the entertainment industry. You know, it's always been one of those things. Uh, it was to the point where it didn't surprise you anymore, um, as sad as that is. You know, if you hear that one of your uh, favorite celebrities, you know, was to overdose or admit themselves into a rehabilitation facility, you know, for drug addiction or alcoholism, but, 
Uh, I feel like we're seeing more and more of it take place with people that we interact with daily, you know, people at our jobs. Um, sometimes they're not even aware that they're consumed with the addiction. Sometimes uh, they hide it really well. They're fully aware, but we're not, you know, but I feel like it is uh, taking root. Drugs are becoming more socially acceptable, you know, as we see the uh, the marijuana is becoming legalized, you know, and uh, a lot of people have a lot of opinions on that. And so, uh, you know, I'm not here to to judge anyone, of course, but I do want to have a ministry that is available to that, that type of battle. But aside from that, you know, we have advocates for psychedelics being legalized, you know, of course, under the pretense of uh, what, like therapeutic value. Um, I know it's more legalized, you know, cable television, you know, is starting to, uh, and they're just letting so much get through the filters now, right, that you just wonder, is anyone even filtering it anymore? Um, I used to watch a lot of Nick at Night when I was a kid, you know, um, and just some wholesome shows there, of course. Um, and then uh, if you just watch, you know, through time, um, the same, you know, now if you look, look at Nickelodeon now or the Teen Nick, some of the stuff that you see on those shows, um, you know, it's just disturbing. And that is what is training up our children if we are not. I would say that the enemy knows exactly where to aim for the kill shot. You know, he aims low. He's aiming for your children. He knows good and well that if he wants to, um, if he wants to take over the world, right, then he could have an entire generation in his hands. He's patient. He's willing to wait for that. He's willing to plant these seeds that will grow, and then he'll be there with the sickle waiting, right? The reaper will be ready. So uh, I just feel like we've got to grab a hold of this thing right now. You know, we've got to nip it in the bud. We've got to take our children back, and we've got to train them to be warriors, you know, because there's an, another generation that, that will come long after I'm gone, you know, and, and, and it's my children that are going to be left here with that, and uh, they're going to have to be ready. They're going to have to know how to play chess, not checkers. They're going to have to think strategically. They're going to have to have a battle plan, right? They most certainly are. They had better know and understand what a kill zone is. Because if you're not setting one up, that's what you're waltzing into. So, with that in mind, where is this broadcast going to be? Where are you going to stream it from? What is the uh, uh, name of the show? I take it that it still uh, is in the prep stages, but I believe it's going to be called Bible Study. Uh, where's this going to be available, and uh, what's just a rough estimate of when you think you're going to get the uh, inaugural, uh, well, episode out there? So as for platforms, uh, I'm still going to hopefully lean on you and, and Joe for uh, some advice on that and how to plug into all the various platforms that are available, um, you know, um, as for the inaugural episode, I have uh, a good bit of equipment that is on the way, uh, some highly recommended equipment. Um, I, like Joe had said, we had spoken privately, and he uh, he made some recommendations, and so I ordered accordingly uh, with some equipment that uh, he and I both felt were pretty good. 
pretty good stuff. So I want to have good quality. I don't want to run anybody off with, you know, bad sound quality. I've heard some, uh, some good shows in the past and the quality wasn't there and it really makes it hard to, uh, to stay involved. So, um, I would definitely say within the next week or two at the most, we should have uh, at least a couple episodes available and then, uh, you know, hopefully to gain speed from there. So, um, yeah, as for where to find it for now, you could just go to, uh, you know, Facebook. There's a community group battle study. Uh, I think you can just type at battle study and it'll lead you that way. Um, and there is a, a conversation Matthew and I had last night available there. And then uh, hopefully we'll, we'll plug this one here as well. So uh, I want to keep people involved and uh, let them know what's going on every step of the way. Um, if anyone would be interested in giving a testimony, they could email me at followeroftheway85 at gmail.com. That's followerofftheway85. And that's at gmail.com. Very good. Very good. Um, Joe, your closing comments, uh, please, and let everybody know. <laughs> uh, by the way, Joe, uh, when's that next cup coming, and how about that next arc building? When uh, When's that going to happen, buddy? Um, I, I will have uh, – well, I'm – Definitely this weekend, if not sooner, I'll have some more shows coming out. Um, so I, yep, it, it'll be it'll be at the very latest this weekend. I'd like to have a, a minimum two, if not three. Two, if not three, really? Right. Yeah, <laughs> really. Well, uh, you, you, you were sitting down, right? Yes, I was. I was setting down. Um, and uh, I just want you to know that, uh, Joe, the Lord heard you say that. You said two, if not three. <laughs> All Amen. Right, so, uh, Amen. where I'll be can they find that stuff? Those as well, Joe. It, well, I, uh, I hope you're not looking for them for too very long there, Bryant. Uh, Okay, Joe, where do you get those uh, recordings from? Uh, you can go to uh, Spreaker.com, uh, A Cup with Joe, uh, Facebook. You can now find it on there with uh, my own website for that show, A Cup with Joe. You can also find me personally on Facebook under Joe Musidla, J-O-E-M-U-Z-Y-D-L-A, dot nine on Facebook, or J Musidla on Twitter. All right. <laughs> We hope. Uh, all right. Uh, well, you can also find his ARC building. I just do a search for the End Time Tribune. You'll find it. Um, I've made sure of that. Um, as for my stuff, uh, yeah, just, just search my name. You'll you'll find it, of course. Uh, right now, uh, the ministry's main focus has been Facebook. Um, it's free, and uh, yeah, we're doing a whole lot over there. Uh, we got a private Bible study going on. Even though I'm a part of many, uh, but we have one for the Ecclesia Vast. Uh, we're studying the book of Joel right now, um, which reminds me I'm in trouble. I didn't do verse 6 today. I shall do that tomorrow. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I strongly suggest that you find out uh, where Bryant McCullough is. Uh, like I said, he's on Facebook. If you find me, uh, just look at my friends list. You'll 
you'll find him there. I've posted uh, the link to Battle Study, uh, but uh, send him your prayers and send him your reports. And since how I had to drive this episode, I assure you it will be Joe praying us out and uh, praying for Bryant's uh, successful start to his show. Joe, take us out of here, please. Heavenly Father, we bow our heads and we bow our hearts before your throne, Father. Father, I want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for our brother, Bryant, Father. Um, Father, this is an answer to prayer, Father. I pray it be an answer to many prayers, Father. But, Father, I'm not without being reminded that, well, he has put crosshairs on him, Father. And, Father, I ask, I ask, Father, that you keep him protected, Father, that you keep his family, his wife protected, Father, his friends protected, Father, and most importantly, his children protected, Father. I ask Oh, I ask, Father, please protect this man. Guard his mind. Guard his body. God, guard his soul, Father. And let him carry out your will, Father. And I have no doubt that he is up for the task. And, Father, I am exceedingly excited about this. I really am. And I'm so grateful that you have blessed this man. I ask that you continue to bless him, that he may bless us. I ask all these things in our precious King's name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, with that, prepare for battle. Till next time, God bless. Godspeed.